Susan, Elaine, thanks so much for uh, joining us today on this uh, Free Plug Friday with Once Upon a Time. So we've got two of you here. So you're going to have to be good children and take turns in speaking, right? <laughs> we can't all speak okay. at once. Okay. Oh, so okay. tell us first, how did you two both meet? Let's go with Susan first. Uh, we both teach us uh, the same place. We teach us in this place called Young Coral Academy. So uh, she's my colleague. So that's how we met. Okay, so have you been both been teaching for the same amount of time, or like who was there first? Like how long have you known Who's each a other? Who's senior? Yeah, uh, I am there for quite long. Elaine came in after she graduated. Yeah, so but because in this industry is actually very very small, so you basically know each other, right? In a way, yeah. You mean what the teaching industry uh, the, or uh, the, the music industry? Okay, so you guys are music teachers. Yes. Oh, okay. So do you do like singing as well as instruments or, or what's, what's your bag? Uh, I teach us the piano and uh, I, I sing too uh, because um, me and Elaine actually is in this choir group. Uh, yeah, so we actually performed and sing together. Fantastic. So Elaine, we haven't heard from you yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, because I thought, oh, okay, so this is talking. Um, so... Uh, I met Susan in 2016, so it was mm -hmm. 15. Uh, I mean, five years ago. So five right. years ago we met, and and ever since we became colleague, and then we clicked. So we always like to talk to each other. We joke around, and you know, when it comes to every time when we are in Young Korea Academy, then we will always talk about how cute our children are, our students. So, right. So we will love it and. One day, Susan came up to this idea of, "Hey, hey, I'm going to have a, um, I want to have a online storytelling because there was during a pandemic." Okay, said, so hold on, hold on, hold on. You're you're skating too far ahead, Elaine. Let's let's <laughs> just backtrack just a little bit. Let's just backtrack. So you guys are both music teachers, Elaine. You do voice and uh, piano as well, or what instrument do you do? So I do piano and singing, solo singing, choir singing. So that's why I teach. Right. Okay. I, so I've got to ask you guys, right? I, I know the kids are lovely. I have a child myself. So I'm asking from the point of view of a parent who's been there, right? When you get a, a kid first in and they want to be a pop star, because they all at some stage, there's going to be one that wants to be a pop star and they really can't sing. Like how hard is it not to laugh at the same time as wanting to help them achieve their goals? Because from a parent standpoint, so many times, you know, I'll have either my son or kids come up to me and go, we, we want to do this. And they're, they're so cute, but they're so awful, terrible at it at the same time. But you you just, you can't help but fall in love with them because they're, you know, they're, they're, I don't care. I want to do this. Do you know what I mean? That wonderful power of naivete. Um, we will always go to, wow, well done. But, you know, maybe we can do something better. So always, we always come with some good um, comments and we will give some suggestion yeah and it really takes time to to build them to how to sing and pitch it, it involves not only to singing not only to your mouth but to your ears when you listen so yeah but we always come with good things first then we will give some suggestions so um okay Elaine, was music always a part of your life? I mean, did you want to be a music teacher when you were growing up? Like, what, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to be a music teacher since I was in uh, 16, since I was 16. So I thought 
I was inspired by a group of musicians that came to my school choir and gave us a lesson. So I thought, okay, I want to be like them. So I said, I told my mom, mom, I want to be a musician. And she was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is your fam- you know, does your family do music as well? No, no, no. I'm the only one. I'm the only musician in my family. Right. So, you know, parents being parents, they they thought, oh, this is music. So they thought they wanted to divert my attention from music to somewhere else. So they made me, but I was determined enough. I said, no, I'm going to do music. Yeah, I'm going to do music. And so since then, I, I tried. But that time, I only learned the piano. Right. I only learned the piano. And and as I grew up, I said, oh, I love singing. So why not? I'd also take up singing lesson. And right. voila, I'm now a musician, a singing plus piano teacher. But Susan, <laughs> what about you? Did you come from a musical family? Uh, my dad plays a drum. I mean, my, my, my late father um, used to be in a band and plays a drum. Right. Uh, so, but not, not really the musical family. So, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so, so how did how did how did your love of music uh, begin, and, and when did you decide to be a teacher? Uh, I was basically conned into a con job. You know, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait. Tell the story. This is good. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I I finished my my A levels, and one day my, my piano teacher says, "Susan, you want to help me to like you know." Um, um, if she hear this, I'm going to be so dead, okay? okay. <laughs> do, you, do you want to like uh, come and take over some of my students temporarily because I'm not, not free, you know? So I was like, oh, okay, I'll help her out, you know? So I, I went in and I helped her. Um, then it went on for months, you know, and months and months and months. And then she started enrolling <laughs> you to all these courses. And then she's like, oh, I think you can just continue the students, you know? I'm like, okay. After a, a while, you know, she's actually been teaching for a year. And you're like, hey, this is not so bad. But but no, this is not my first first choice. Of not a con job. Like, you really enjoyed it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a year of it, like, I really do. I really love the children and I enjoyed it. Okay. When she suddenly realized, hang on a minute, I've been stuck here for a year. This is manipulation. Okay, so what did you want to do, though? If you weren't a music teacher, what was your first love? Uh, I always wanted to be a lawyer. A lawyer? Whoa, completely yeah. different. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Do you do you still have wishful dreams sometimes daydreams of of actually pursuing law? Um, I I don't know. Uh, maybe. Does it ever cross your mind? I I wish I'd done that. Uh yeah yes of course of course. All right, but teaching fun. is your cup of tea, though. Uh yes, I've been teaching for many many years. Yeah. Quite honestly, I think teaching probably you have much more fun than lawyers do. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Actually, that's true. We we want to hear more of the stories. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you both have known each other since 2016. Is that right? Yep. Okay. So, kind of when the pandemic hit and you know teaching got massively disrupted, how did you two um, carry on your teaching? Did you did you do online classes or what did you do? Uh, I go first. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I converted uh, my class to online classes. So um, <clears throat> the MCO one was was very scary because because this is something that we have not done before. I do not know what is Zoom. Uh, the only thing I know how to operate a computer it's it's on the button, and then go to Google and just type something I want to find out. Right. Right. That's okay. It. 
Yeah. Wow. So, so it was it was quite scary. So, but but then uh, when time goes on, you know, goes by, and then you you attend more courses on how to do Zoom, how to be creative in your teaching. That then it basically just just got better and better, and then you you basically feel comfortable with it. So this whole pandemic was you actually upskilling yourself again, like you're teaching, not realizing that you're upskilling yourself in so many different things, yes. Yes. right? Until you, yeah, okay. What about you, Lane? I thought, you know, teaching during the pandemic was the road to be a social influencer. You know, the more we are buying more and more gadgets from from a iPad to a new camera lens to a a, a the <laughs> ring light. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Really yes. need the ring lights. You wouldn't believe how many gadgets we we how many gadgets we bought. You know, right. on the mic stand, all this. But yeah, but it was quite fun. It was very fun. Yeah, like what Susan said, it was. Um, Initially, it was very scary. We didn't know what to come some more. And I teach, sometimes we teach a choir. So we have a group of children coming in. Mm. And we know choir is a group of singing, is a group singing thing and children coming in. The Zoom doesn't allow us to have the synchronized sound. So I was just about to ask you, like, because everybody's got a different connection speed and everything, how do you manage that? So here's the trick. When we sing something, when we sing something, and, and I will tell, I will, when we need them to sing something, like after me, I will say, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sing something, and I want you to repeat after me. Of course, you will have to sing in front of your screen with your mic unmute, uh, muted, and then when they sing, I will pretend, oh, you know, you sing lovely, but I think you could do better. Let's come one more time. Right. And then we have to do, you know, it's, it's like how you talk. Right. So this is really a, Teaching, I mean, teaching is you really need to learn how to. But it's a lot of work, though. It's one by one. It's completely different to how you do it in a physical class, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We basically turn our physical books to slides. Mm. So this is a double book. My goodness. Wow. Did, did you guys have your students help you with all the tech set up and what you need to buy? And did you ask the kids who know everything about what's needed to be on social media? Yeah, yeah, but the students are pretty good, you know, like like sometimes when I go into Zoom and then um, I got no sound, uh, without this, the picture is different, so I was like, how, how, then they would tell me, okay, teacher, go to that button, I can't find that button, it's the teacher, is on the left, it's on the left, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that your relationship with your kids has changed um, from doing it online? Did you forge a deeper connection, do you think, with them? Uh, maybe, maybe. Actually, we spend a lot of time like, like, hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, I, I, I think because during the pandemic, a lot of time, um, the students get to like, like usually during physical classes, they don't call you that often. But during pandemic, because it's online, sometimes they need to do some work. So they, they basically talk to you more and they do more recordings for you. So they basically uh, connect with you a little bit more than usual. Okay. So, okay, um, Elaine, you were beginning to tell us, how did you two uh, get together and come up with the idea of uh, Once Upon a Time? Oh, okay. So, uh, there was a day Susan came to me and, I mean, we, Susan and I, we always talk. So, one day she said, hey, I want to do this. I said, what is it? Uh, I want to do a storytelling like now, like during the pandemic, yes, 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 because I've been doing researching. There's no, I don't see any storytelling going on online. Why mm -hmm. not we try this? I mean, we are not doing this 
to earn anything. We just want to have fun with the children because children, first first thing, children are bored. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second, parents are getting mad because they are locked down in in a in a room together in a space together, and they are running out of ideas of what to give them, what to they can't bring them out. Yeah. So why not? Let's try to do a storytelling. I said, okay, let's give it a go. So yeah, so we started. But to it, plan. it wasn't because, I mean, you the the teaching job is still there. You you still it's still happening. But this one just came up because you, you guys are stuck at home anyway, and then it's just something else to do. Is it? Uh, Susan. Uh, basically, I I have classes on the weekend, uh, like like morning till very late evening. Okay, so because of the pandemic, there are students who don't believe in 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 uh, online teaching, so they stopped. You know, right. so there are quite a number of them that says I I don't believe the parents says I don't believe this online does work. You know, so I want to stop. So basically, I have like a whole lot of Sunday. Uh, free. I, I have never seen Sunday daylight before. Like three o'clock, I'm off work. <laughs> so it's it's actually quite quite depressing. It's very depressing. So when MCO two, I I did speak to Eileen. I say I'm I'm very depressed because uh, it's like there's no work to do. So that's mm. how I thought. Okay, then I started to you know go onto internet, you know look out for stuff and yeah. And but I in that case, like, when when the parents pull the kids out and everything, not and you don't have classes on the weekends and everything, as you said. Does does that affect your your pay and everything? Of course, mm. every single month you are like take out your big book and like, oh my god, oh my god, you know. Yeah. So it's not like they pay one one lump sum for a year or whatever it is. It's I know. I wished. I wished. Right. This right. is a good idea, JD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never knew. You know. I never thought of paying a whole yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. The whole year was good. Thanks, JD. <laughs> yeah. I I think it's perfectly reasonable to pay for the course. And then when you turn up, you turn up. And if you take, you know, five times off, like you know, it's five up, days it's off, it's on whatever. you, right? Yeah. Yeah, to make it up. Yeah. Moving okay, forward. Okay, no, yeah. I understand. Yeah, okay, okay. But actually, you know, um, so you 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 were feeling down. You were looking for ideas. How did storytelling uh, pop up? Okay, so I, I basically um, every day uh, you basically just 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 surf the net because you've basically got nothing to do, you know. Mm. And 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 there was this day, um, my one of my friend uh, who is in London, he sent me a storytelling program. Uh, his father tells stories to adults, so I thought, okay, since I'm free, I just lock in and watch. And it was like so. Uh, so interesting. I thought I'm just going to watch it for five minutes just to support his dad, but I ended mm-hmm. up the whole session, you know. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, hey, if the dad can do this for ch- for adult, why don't we start this in in Malaysia and do this for children here? Mm. I mean, I I do not want to tell adult stories, but I think encouraging kids um, to read is 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 very important. And of course, during this pandemic, I hear a lot of co- uh, parents who actually call me. I'm like a teacher. And also, you know, uh, a counselor. So they, they call me like at night to talk about, you know, my kids has been playing with phone. You know, I can't get them off the hook. You know, so I was thinking, hey, if if I could, you know, just do something and uh, get them to read, you know, uh, that would be good. You know, and and it's fun, and I love to do this kind of things. I thought, you know, it's it's very fun. And I used to bring my child to storytelling when they were very young. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I totally enjoy the the whole entire process. And I, my kids will always say, pick up that book after it was read to them or it was mm-hmm. told to them. Right. So I thought, hey, I could, 
you know, I could try, but I want to do something different. I want to do like I do not want to only tell English story. So because this this country has like trilingual, it's like Bahasa and Mandarin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking, hey, uh, you know, I could do this, but you see, I am not a Chinese uh, educator. I don't speak very good uh, Mandarin. You know. So I was thinking, hey, who should I? I then I, I thought, hey, I should call my friend. You know, she's very <laughs> mimicking. You know, and, and she's, uh, she's, she enjoys the process. And the idea is, I want somebody to be very animated. You know, so right. not reading from the book. So right. that's where oh, Elaine comes to. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. Okay, so let me ask you this: When you're doing the same story in three different languages, is it different or difficult to have the same? Um, a performance of the book in, in a different language. Yeah, I, I don't do three same story. I don't do one story and with three languages. I do three different stories with three different languages ah. because kids, uh, their concentration span it's very short. So if they go to see the same thing again or they they understand it's the same thing, they will shut you off immediately. Right, of and course. also yeah. each story is different in a different language. Also, right, it yes. means different things. Right? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. So does that make the process a bit more tricky to have to choose three books for each language? Like, how do you decide which one's in Malay, which one's in Mandarin, which one's in English? Yes, yes, Lynn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, because and and even now, last time when we when we started it, it it was still okay because there are many stories. There are tons of stories. So sometimes, um, Susan and I we go in. We um we go in different directions. So she will she will get her book somewhere, and I will get my book somewhere. So our stories are different. Mm-hmm. Right. But now the the recently we are doing classics. So every week we are like, hey, come on, uh, next week I'm going to do this. Next week I'm going to do that. Okay, okay. I, I, I will. We will have to make sure we have to tell each other that we are not doing the same book. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So who does a Malay one? We oh, we take turns. turns. Yeah, yeah. All right, we right. Alternate okay. weeks. Yeah. Because both can you obviously both can can do the Malay one, right? Uh, yes. So the Malay one is it what the hikayat sang kancil and everything kind of stuff is it? <laughs> uh, we have not gone to the hikayat sang kancil. <laughs> yeah, by the idea. Yes, exactly. Hey, oh, I have a lot of ideas. I should get like. Yeah. Maybe yes. I, should... I know what's my coming Malay story. Oh, <laughs> thanks, JD. But actually, don't forget the scary ones because my son for his uh, Malay studies class basically they had to come up uh, and find a myths story to talk about, and so he's fourteen. Uh, and he found uh, it was so much fun actually sort of going to the creepier, more scary sort of side because kids all love getting scared a little bit as well. So have you done like horror like stuff yet? Uh, we, we have not done horror, but we have done something like, uh, you know, turning, sp- turning into stone, you know, uh, ah, yeah. like, uh, the wolf comes to you, you know, mm-hmm. um, something like Gruffalo, you know, a, a bit dark, but uh, yeah. we, we try it out a bit here and there because there are times where kids actually were scared and they lock out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, we we try to inflict. So sometimes we do funny stories, you know, and and yes, moral morale stories which which adapts with uh, uh right. that has some morale in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. Cause I mean, like something very timely and everything, something scary. You'd be like, the tax man is here. <laughs> 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 That would freak me out, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think I'll be banned forever. <laughs> and I've got to go and interview for your job, your PA probably. Oh, take yeah. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't want his jo- job as his PA, honestly. <laughs> It'd drive you crazy. Um, okay, so how does this storytelling thing work then? So so you do it um, online, obviously, 
tell me, you know, Susan, how, how have you organized it? Uh, okay, it's basically online to Zoom. So, um, like, uh, we do, like, uh, slides, like PowerPoint slides. Um, and uh, from the slides, so, you see, you, you, we are not a movie creator. So, I won't have slides for every single uh, expression that uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we want to express. So, what we usually do is uh, we will have slides to introduce, usually, the introduction to the uh, characters. So we will start with the first slide. So sometimes one slide will take on for a couple of pages, you know. And uh, we basically use a lot of our voices to mimic, like, um, like mimic their, their character. Like Cruella de Vil, um, I saw that one. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, mimic their voices, their character, you know, and uh, how, how the situation is. We try to explain it, you know. So it's basically to slide and through the kids' imagination. The whole idea is basically to get them to see the picture and then imagine the character moving in their head. You know? right. And this is basically reading is all about. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, Elaine, what kind of ages um, is this for? Sorry, can you come again? What kind of ages are for the kids? Mm-hmm. How old are the kids in terms of the age bracket you guys are targeting? Uh. We have the youngest kids at three. There was one. Three? So, wow. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. They will. They put them at that. Put they put and they are very cute. Sometimes when they know the story, they are teacher. I know this story. Oh, so they will tell us this. Yeah. And and sometimes halfway of the story, I would say, children, come on, let's help this nanny to pull the grass. Pull, and they will really pull it, and it's really very cute. <laughs> yeah, Aww. it's really wonderful to see them and uh, and the biggest child we have seen i think it's about 11 mm-hmm. yeah, okay okay 11. right right. that's very cool yeah. yeah so obviously the kids are getting a lot from this what are you two getting from from this experience of this kind of live interaction with the kids we expand i mean for me i expanded my really i expanded my social circle with the children a little bit more mm. I, I mean i really enjoy every time there was a kid named uh I, there was a kid, he always say, teacher, I'm going to show you something. And every time he would like to stay on, even if we finish our session and he would share all his toys with us. And it's oh. so adorable. Yeah, that's like I love. Okay, so that, uh, what about for you, Susan? I mean, like uh, you've been doing this for a while. Have you, have you been having uh, a good time doing this? Yes, yes, I, I really enjoy it. I I mean, I feel like a superstar behind this Zoom, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the kids will always love to talk to you and, and uh, they want to stay on, they want to chat with you. They, they take you like, you know, somebody uh, like a star, you know. They, they want to know more about you. Uh, yeah, and, and I also get to buy a lot of children books and that is one favorite thing I always love. Actually, you know what, on that, so far of all the stories that you've done, Mm-hmm. Is there one that is very popular amongst the the kids, and which one do you like best to do? Uh, I I actually I really loved uh, doing the classics because it's it's something that I've I've heard it since I was very young. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I like, and I I really like the one hundred one Dalmatian. Right, that right. Uh, one hundred one Dalmatians. Okay. Yes, that's one of my favorite to do. But but there are a lot of favorites to do because every story uh, tells of a different ways. Mm. What about you, Elaine? What's your favorite story, and what's the what, what what's the kids' favorite story? Um, <clears throat> some uh, I think it sometimes it's a little bit tricky for me. Um, not to say tricky, but because I I take part of the I take charge of the Mandarin session. Mm-hmm. 
So most of our children, sometimes they are not, they don't speak Mandarin. And we have children in different races. Mm-hmm. So every time I have to pull their attention. And there was one, there was one story is talking about this little boy. He doesn't like to eat vegetables. Right, right. Okay. So, I know that story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I I mimic what happened when he when after a few days and he stopped eating the vegetables. What happened to him in the choir class? And I really did. And he actually in the story it says that the boy actually farted in the class, and the children go, "Who is that? Oh my god, it's you!" And children ran away. And, and I told them, you know, it's so smelly, so smelly. They really went like this. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them, they really went. I so, oh, yeah, bless. But ultimately, this is a business that you guys are doing together. How has business been, really? Uh, it's 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 basically very uh uh how do you say it? it's not like a fixed thing. So like like it's pandemic now it, it's a lockdown. So mm. parents can't go anywhere. They are stuck at home. So we get like um quite a lot of children. Like sometimes we get fifteen kids. You know, mm. in 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 one session. We we have gotten like um the worst pandemic that's happened. We have gotten twenty over kids. Right. Uh, 30 mm. kids in, in one. But once the pandemic, it's like the, the lockdown is over and I mean, parents get to go out and, and we can see a lesser amount because that time is a Sunday. So a lot of times they, they go back to their right, grandma right. house, you know, and things like that. So, yeah. So it's on Sundays and um, how long is the session for? Like what time of day is it? How much does it cost? It's uh, Sunday 4.30. Uh, the session is around one an hour and it's, it's only 10, 10 ringgit. Then we get four each kid. Per child. Per, per child. child. So if one child. Zoom call, then one family has three kids, do you charge like 30 ringgit? How, how does that work? Uh, I do, but just that sometimes um, they just pay for one and yeah. Right, right. Okay. Because also it's it's a it's a thing that you want to do, you're actually enjoying doing as well. Yes, yes. To be to be fair, actually, um, I, I charge a very small fee is, is to help us to like... Um, Get, get our paid, materials. yeah, our materials. Sometimes we do props, you know, uh, you know, finger puppets. You know, we we draw out props and things like that. So my goodness, I think you guys are going to need to actually talk to JD about how yeah. to actually make this a much more sustainable business because I think it's there, and I think the art of storytelling. I grew up with that. It gave me my love of books. It. You know, it gave me such joy teaching me how to do those voices with my son as a mother. So I think you guys need to push this out a little bit more and continue doing it. Yeah. I think. And you know what? We're so glad we picked you for, uh, for this because I think it's a great cause and students are needing some mental stimulation right now. And it's definitely, uh, I, I, from what I hear, they're, they're thoroughly enjoying themselves. You know what? Uh, I think one Sunday, Asher and I should just uh, log on join and then just yes. join in yeah. as well. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Okay, so normally with our guests um, for for this session, we we make something to try and help them with their um, their business. Yeah. Uh, So JD, do you want to take it away? All right. So you can use this for your social media to promote it and whatnot. Because I think more kids need to hear this. So are you ready for your free plug? Yeah. All right. Can you hear this? Okay. Listen to this. Hey, I need some help. I'm babysitting this weekend and I have no idea how to. How to what? 
Well, keep him entertained. Well, you could tell him a story, but how about a story with a difference? Wait, what do you mean? Once upon a time, there were two teachers with a knack for the dramatic. Ah, you mean Susan and Elaine. They tell the best stories and in three different languages, English, Malay, and Mandarin. Yeah, but what stories, though? All the classics, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, The Pied Piper, and so much more. All right, so how can I get my kids? To be a part of this. It's all on Zoom and it's only 10 ringgit per child. What a bargain! Brilliant. I'm in. To book a spot for your kid, call 011-2346-6236 or find them on Facebook. Once Upon a Time with Susan and Elaine. <laughs> That's it. your ad. It's lovely. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the music at the back. Wow. Yeah, with your, your voices, you know. Wow, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I We really wanted to do this for you because I think kids are starved of good content right now and we really mm. don't want them to be just watching TV and whatnot, right? This is just perfect for them. And Thank kids you. are Thank starved you. of using their own imaginations. Yes. And what you guys are doing are inviting them gently into their own minds and how brilliant their own minds are. So keep it up. You guys are amazing. Now, how can we find you again? Uh, you can find us on our on Facebook. Okay, so uh, it's Once Upon a Time uh, with Miss Susan and Miss Elaine. Right. Okay. Yes. Or if they want to make a booking, how do they, do they call you? Yes, they do call. They call. Yes. <laughs> Let me get the number. <laughs> Whose number is it? Is- it's a, we have a number that's, uh, that's only for the storytelling. Right, right. So uh, there's inquiry, then they will just call and, you know, talk to us. So it's 011 6236 All right. Yeah. Okay, and also they can message you via your Facebook as well. Yes, yes, they can message me via Facebook. Now, are you guys on Instagram? Uh, no, we are not. Well, get yourselves on over to Instagram, will you? Okay. And also, you After know what? After this, we will start. Yeah, because I think if you can take little videos and excerpts of what you're doing and put it on the stories and everything, it's going to be so... Because then kids can really see what you guys are doing and it's going to be so much fun. I love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your idea. Yes, yes. 